At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition. Hornets tipping off the month of February with a road contest at the Chicago Bulls. We'll have our game preview for this one. Also, preview the first half of the month of February. Normally, we would preview the entire month, but there is the all-star break in between trade deadline also in play so we'll see what the team looks like uh, basically after the all-star break and then give you a preview of the second half some more things to talk about later down the line but we do want to look at these first eight games of the month of february one more thing to talk about the jordan rising stars player pool has been announced sadly no hornets are a part of it. at least no current hornets of course there's a couple g league ignite players that maybe one day might end up on the charlotte roster we'll talk about the selection process was there a snub from a buzz city rising star we'll talk about that with my producer from the hornets radio network as well as the producer of this fine podcast rob longo with us once again rob thanks so much for joining me here on a thursday anytime wouldn't be anywhere else let's tip things off with the jordan rising stars pool we didn't see any signs that there was a lock from the hornets but it is disappointing that with all of the young players on this team many of whom have gotten a lot of minutes over the course of this season due to all the injuries there wasn't a selection amongst the sophomores mostly it's the top picks the guys you would expect but there are some names further down the draft board like say a uh, jose alvarado that made the team 
Quentin Grimes from the New York Knicks made the team. The Hornets' first-round picks from two seasons ago have not played nearly as much as all the guys selected, so it's not a surprise, but it does show where things are. Current lay of the land, let's say, amongst that draft class. For the NBA rookies, Mark Williams made a really hard charge late, but he's not among the 11 rookies selected for the Jordan Rising Stars player pool. And then last but not least, there were seven players selected from the G League, only three of whom were not from G League tonight, so three that were attached, so to speak, to a NBA roster through their G League affiliate, none of those members of the Greensboro Swarm. So first off, your overall thoughts on the player pool, and basic question, was Mark Williams, or Bryce McGowan's for that matter, snubbed? I think you can make a little bit of an argument for it just because of the way that the league has shifted from trying to really, I don't want to say market G League Ignite, but convey that as an option for some of these players coming out of high school that don't want to be the one and done going to college that they can go to G League Ignite and have these opportunities to play in events like the Jordan Rising Stars event. So I think in a sense it would have made a little bit more sense to get a guy like Mark Williams or even Bryce McGowan's in there as well. I know Bryce hasn't played a ton at the NBA level, but he's been putting up some really remarkable numbers at the G League with the Greensboro Swarm as well. So it kind of surprises me in that sense a little bit because I thought that would be a good segue for the league to say, this is what these guys did at the G League level, here's what they're doing now that they've gotten a little bit of seasoning under their belt at the G League, and this is what they're doing now in the NBA. Mark Williams would be a prime example of that. And it would just be fun to see those guys, too. We see what Mark is able to do around the rim, shot block, finish, putbacks, all of that stuff. Of course, the ferocious dunks as well. So it would have been great to see him. Bryce McGowan's he's got a lot of balance. He's got a great three-point shot as well. So it would have been fun to see him in some of these events also. So I understand where the NBA is coming from with some of these guys. And again, a lot of these rookies are potential rookie of the year candidates. They've played a lot at the NBA level already. So I understand the list as a whole, but it still would have been fun to see guys like Mark Williams and maybe even Bryce McGowan's participate in the Jordan Rising Stars this season. Certainly would have been fun. There's no denying that. I don't really have an issue, though, with the the way these picks went down. In terms of Bryce McGowan's, I think there there was one avenue where maybe he gets in, and I'm not even sure if there's room for it. That would have been through the G League player pool. Um, I don't believe any of the three players who are affiliated, Kenneth Lofton Jr., who's with the Memphis Hustle, Mac McClung, who plays for the Delaware Blue Coats, or Scottie Pippen Jr., who plays for the South Bay Lakers. I, I don't believe any of them were drafted, so that might have something to do with how you're selected from the G League pool uh, versus not. So Bryce McGowan's might not even have been eligible, even had he played entirely for the Greensboro Swarm and you know, extrapolated those numbers that he'd posted in a smaller sample size over the course of the entire G League season. I kind of like that you know, if you're going to mix it up and go to the G League, you let some of these G League Ignite players, including Scoot Henderson, who's going to be a, a big target in the draft or so we think, let's see what he's got against some of the better rookies, better sophomores, active NBA players, as well as some of those G League guys. And I also root for guys like, you know, a Mac McClung, a Scottie Pippen Jr., and a Kenneth Lofton Jr., who, you know, have earned their way into the G League. There's no promise necessarily that they're going to have an NBA opportunity. They've played so well in the G League, haven't got their call up just yet let's let's let them have a chance on a bigger stage against some very high quality players to show what you can do I think it'll add some more competitiveness to the game I think it'll make for an entertaining product in terms of Mark Williams in particular you look at that rookie pool of the NBA rookies 11 were chosen 
all were top 12 in points per game for the season. They were also top 12 in points per game since Christmas, which is basically when Mark Williams started playing. Mark is top 15 in both of those subsets. One thing, though, I did find interesting, you can always, not always, but sometimes you can manipulate the statistics to make them read the way you'd like them to. And maybe I did that here, maybe I didn't, but I I found this interesting. If you look at stats per 36 minutes, which is a fairly common subset, that's what experts, fans like to do sometimes to figure out, well, what would someone look like if they got starters minutes? It's not always the same shot sample or quality if you're going to a starter's role, but that's neither here nor there. If you look at rookie stats per 36 minutes and you only take the rookies who've played at least 200 minutes so far this season, so no one who's only appeared in, say, two or three games and flashed for a moment then went out of the lineup. Only taking that subset, Mark is fourth in points average. He's behind Benedict Matherin, Paolo Bancaro, both are the leaders, I would say, for Rookie of the Year. Then there's Jaden Hardy of Dallas. And then there's Mark Williams, ahead of Jaden Ivey, ahead of Keegan Murray, ahead of Jabari Smith Jr., ahead of Walker Kessler, ahead of Shaden Sharp, ahead of Jalen Duran. So that's one area where I don't think you can say he deserves to be in the Rising Stars player pool because of that, because I think you, you know, availability and what you do over a longer period of time is more important than focusing it down this way. But I do think this is a optical view you can use, a lens to say maybe Mark Williams will end up better than a lot of the players who have been selected for this Rising Stars game in the long run. And even at the end of the day, too, I know this is something we kind of looked at last year when LaMelo Ball was in the Rising Stars event is position-wise, there's just not a whole lot of room for some of these guys. I mean, yeah, the center position is a little filled right now when you take a look at the rookies and that sort of thing. Paulo Bancaro can play at the five. You don't really play him there a whole lot, but then you got another guy like Walker Kessler who is having a very good year for Utah that a lot of people didn't really see coming. Jabari Smith's another big that plays in the front court as well. So Mark didn't really have a whole lot of opportunities position-wise to kind of sneak in there. And even with the way that Mark has been able to play so far through his rookie season, there's even the outside chance that we see him as a sophomore next year in the Rising Stars contest. So there's always that option as well if he continues on his upward trajectory that he's already on. So certainly can't close the door on Mark Williams maybe being in the 2024 Jordan Rising Stars event as a sophomore, but you never know. So again, just kind of the lay of the land, I think, there certainly didn't help Mark's cause either. No Hornets in the 2023 Jordan Rising Stars player pool, but again, some reason for optimism for the future given Mark Williams' recent run and how his numbers, at least in stats per 36 minutes, stack up against the rest of his class. All right, coming up, this will be the first game in the month of February for Buzz City tonight in Chicago. How does the rest of the first half of this month look for the Hornets will preview it for you next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets wrapped up the month of January taking a loss in Milwaukee. No shame in doing that. No no waste, no how. Milwaukee, one of the elite teams in the NBA, currently second in the Eastern Conference. Uh, they've got, I believe, the third best record overall, and they've only lost five times at home all season. They have the third best home record in the NBA, second only to Denver and Memphis. It's the best home record in the Eastern Conference. So uh, it was going to be uh, an uphill climb. To say the least, for Charlotte going into that one, I thought they played extremely well, even though they do take the L. So the Hornets now will begin the month of February with a record of 15 and 37. And I think, Rob, you can split the month into two halves. There's the pre-All-Star break portion and the post-All-Star break portion. The post-All-Star break portion for me is the uh, downhill slope of the season, uh, not just because we're heading towards the finish line, but because... There's not going to be a whole lot of road games in front of the Hornets. But for now, since we'll have the All-Star break between the first half and second half to preview the second half of it, let's just look at the first half of games. There's eight in 14 days, three in four days starting tonight, five in eight starting on Wednesday. Your thoughts as you look at this schedule that begins tonight against the Chicago Bulls leading into tomorrow's game against Detroit. I think one of the things when we did our preseason podcast looking at the schedule when it first came out was saying that this month of January going into February was going to be a pretty tough stretch, but the way that the Hornets have been playing as of late, it gives me a lot of confidence moving forward. Of course, the tough back-to-back here, beginning with Chicago and then Detroit, a lot easier than going from, say, Utah to Phoenix that the Hornets had to do just last week, so I think I think the fact that there's a little bit of travel involved isn't the biggest worry in the world compared to what the Hornets have gone through schedule-wise other portions of this season so far. So again, a lot of winnable games I think here. Hornets obviously just beat Chicago last week, so this one isn't out of the question tonight. You play a Detroit team that is below you in the standings tomorrow. Then you got an Orlando team that has had very, very big bright spots and then some very, very low points as well this season. Washington's next up on a schedule. I know it's a road game, but the Wizards kind of maybe in rebuild mode now that they're starting to move some pieces here as we get towards the trade deadline. Obviously, Boston at home is going to be very difficult. They're the best team in the Eastern Conference for a reason. And then you got second night of a back-to-back at home against Denver, which, again, 
the Hornets played Denver pretty tough out there. It was just a very heroic effort from Nikola Jokic. He's the two-time reigning MVP for a reason. And then you're at home for the final three games of the All-Star break. You got that Denver game. You got Atlanta, which is a team you've already had success against this season. And then you have San Antonio, which is a team that you beat at the beginning of the season. So, again, a lot of wins potentially out there, I think, for the Hornets in this eight-game stretch. And then you get to rest up and have over a week off for the All-Star break, and then it starts right back up again, of course. But overall, I think this is a very solid month that sets up for the Hornets. I know that at the beginning of the season, we didn't think it was going to be that way, but based on the way that Charlotte has played some of these opponents that they have upcoming so far this season, I don't see why five wins aren't out of the question here moving forward over the next eight games. It's amazing how good health changes the perspective on things, isn't it? Uh, Hornets are going to start off this eight-game stretch over 14 days in Chicago tonight. There's four road games, four home games. After next Friday, by the way, only eight road games will remain of the final 25 games of the season. So a lot of opportunities to see your Hornets back home at the Hive Spectrum Center. Tickets, of course, available at Hornets.com. One last question for this segment for you, Rob, and I'll answer it after the most important game in these initial eight of the month of February. Which one do you have circled and why? I think that you have to kind of circle next Friday in Boston. It's going to be on ESPN. It's a network game. All eyes are going to be on you Friday night in Boston. Celtics are playing extremely well. This is an opportunity for the Hornets to say, hey, now that we're healthy, this is what we're capable of. This is what we've got. So I think this might be kind of the one that you circle moving forward. It's the first night of a back-to-back when you get to come home and take on a very difficult Denver team as well. So kind of sets the tone moving forward for what ends up being a three-game homestand. And then you have that big lengthy all-star break in there as well. So I think if I had to pick one out of these eight, I think it's Boston. Just because even if the Hornets don't win that game, it's just how they show up, what the effort looks like, and how they're able to perform against one of the best teams in the NBA. For me, my most important game is this coming Sunday at home at the Hive against Orlando. Charlotte is currently pretty buried in the bottom four. There is time to get out of it, but it's roughly a five-game gap right now between the Hornets and the Orlando Magic to uncover from the bottom four of the overall NBA standings. And the first team you do have to catch is Orlando. So if you beat the Magic, that's possible. And maybe more. Maybe it's like the uh, 1951 New York Giants who preceded the famous shot heard round the world call by making up a 13-plus game gap in less than 50 games of a Major League Baseball season, which is essentially what we have left in front of the Hornets. Uh, this subset of the season that remains is basically the equivalent of the back 50 games of a Major League Baseball season. So it can be done. It has been done in history. Uh, the Giants that year used that run to get to the World Series. The Hornets would be using it to make the play-in tournament. Very different uh, goals in mind. But all that said, it, it is mathematically possible but it gets a lot less likely if the Hornets don't beat the Magic. So I think Sunday's important. The players will will have a chance to, in a certain respect, determine some of their own fate over the next four days. It begins tonight against the Chicago Bulls, but I think that Sunday game, that matinee, 1 p.m. tip time at home against Orlando, may be the most important of these eight games before the All-Star break. We will take a closer look at tonight's contest against the Chicago Bulls in our next segment. Rob Longo and Sam Farber here with you on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. 
If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. It's the Hornet Typecast brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets will take on the Chicago Bulls tonight. It is round three. Four games in total this year played between the two Eastern Conference rivals. Hornets lost here in Chicago early in the season, 106-88. to That was a game where neither Terry Rozier nor LaMelo Ball was available to play. When the Hornets had their Full preseason projected starting five about a week ago at home against Chicago. Hornets picked up the victory, winning 111-96, to outscoring the Bulls 34-17 to in the fourth quarter in particular. Rob Longo, you know how the drill works. Let me know who you'd like to take in terms of Hornets player to watch, Bulls player to watch, or statistic to watch, and you get first selection. Let's begin with the opponent today. Let's go with Bulls player to watch, and I'm going to take a look at DeMar DeRozan. The Bulls are coming off a 108-103 loss against the Clippers just the other night on Tuesday in Chicago where they kind of struggled down the stretch a little bit. I mean, Zach Levine had an opportunity to hit a couple free throws at the end to tie the game, missed them, and then the Bulls are playing catch-up from there in the final 50-some seconds or so. But DeRozan had 20 points. He's just been the engine that has really sparked them ever since he came over from San Antonio a couple of seasons ago. He's been north of 20 ever since he came back from an injury at midway through January he had 32 the other night in Orlando that bounce back win for them coming off that loss against the Hornets where in that game he had 28 by the way so he got to the free throw line 11 times made 10 of them he did a good job scoring without the the clock moving as well and in that Orlando game too he was 11 of 14 from the field I know he was a little bit off against the Clippers on Tuesday he was 8 and 19 so going from about hitting 79% of your shots to about 42% of your shots is a pretty big disparity but at the end of the day DeRozan's that guy that's always going to get his uh, you can kind of count on Vucevic having X amount of points. You can count on Levine going off from time to time, but DeMar DeRozan is that consistent, steady guy that's normally, more oftentimes, not going to score 
north of 20. So DeMar DeRozan's my guy to watch tonight. Can't go wrong when you're taking DeRozan. He is a, a multiple-time All-Star, uh, one of the great scorers in the game in this era and, and really in any other. He's got kind of a, an all-time classic game, so I like the pick. I'm going to go with Nikola Vucevic. Historically, he's been a Hornets killer, not so much this season. In the two head-to-head meetings, he's averaging by his standards a, a rather pedestrian 13 points and 11 rebounds per game. And one thing that really scares me, he shot the ball terribly against the Hornets. He's 31% from the field two for 12 beyond the arc this season against buzz city that is his second worst shooting percentage against any opponent from three the only one who he's done worse against has been detroit he's one for eight this season in two matchups with the pistons but next to that one hornets have his worst shooting percentages from deep two for 12 overall and that includes a 0 for 6 performance last time these two met up in Charlotte, a 111-96 win for the Hornets. So for those reasons, I've got Vucevic circled. He's still an exceptional three-point shooter. He's having one of his better years of his career, 37% from beyond the arc and better years from the field in general, I would say. Vucevic, again, has been a Hornets killer over the course of his career. I just love his game. I think he's one of the the better modern-day centers that people just don't talk enough about. If he gets revenge in, in kind of the same fashion Giannis did the other night after the Hornets held him in check earlier in the month, he came through with a 30-plus point almost 20 rebound performance if Vucevic does the same and lights it up from three things could get very difficult for the Hornets in Chicago where do you want to go next a stat to watch or a Hornet to watch let's go with Hornet to watch and I feel like this is a little bit of a cop-out but I feel like you have to take the mellow ball just the way that he's been playing as of late coming back from that ankle injury that he suffered in Houston the last three games that he's played in have just been remarkable and it started with that game against Chicago last week he had 15 points 11 rebounds eight assists and that was also not a very good shooting day for LaMelo. 2 of 15 from the field. He was 2 of 11 beyond the arc. 9 to 10 at the free throw line, though. So that's how he was able to generate chances, get to the foul line, score when the clock wasn't moving, and nearly had a triple-double. And then he followed it up, of course, with a triple-double on Tuesday in Milwaukee. So LaMelo is just a special, special talent. I know we say it time and time again, but it's worth repeating as well. And even in that game against Chicago, he was a plus 15 in the plus-minus. So he was making impacts left and right despite the bad shooting days. So LaMelo Ball, easily my pick to watch tonight. How is he going to follow up after a 27.10 rebound, 11 assist, triple-double, where, oh, by the way, he had three steals and three blocks, which has only been accomplished by 14 other people in the 76 seasons of the NBA. So, again, I think he's just the easy one. How is he going to follow up that performance? Hopefully another triple-double, and hopefully it results in a Hornets win this time. Never a bad idea to go with the Hornets' all-time leader in triple-doubles, LaMelo Ball, a solid pick. I'm going to go with his backcourt running mate, Terry Rozier. If you take out the 19-point effort against Phoenix, or maybe nudge him up one more point to 20, it would have been seven straight games with 20 or more. Even though he's averaging 21 points per game, you might say, okay, that's what he's supposed to do. Well, every season has peaks and valleys, and I would say uh, this is closer to a peak for Terry Rozier. Over the last seven games, including that 19-point performance, performance he's averaging just a hair under 26 points per game and you can really see an increase in the quality of three-point shot he's been getting Terry's field goal percentage this year is basically in line with his career average his three-point percentage is down quite a bit and that has a lot to do with how many games he played with no Gordon Hayward and no LaMelo ball on the floor or maybe just one of those two but right now he's got LaMelo he's got Gordon alongside him to distract from the opposition's defensive game plan to 
free him up to play off the ball a little bit more and get into more catch-and-shoot situations where he really excels, and it shows. Last seven games, 38% from three, better than his career averages, and five points better than his season average of 33.6 from beyond the arc. So I think Terry's heating up. Uh, He had a really good fourth quarter the other day in Milwaukee to give the Hornets a chance. I think to have a chance against Chicago, uh, they need him hot a a little bit longer than just one quarter, but any stretch they think can get from scary Terry is a good one. So Terry Rozier, my player to watch for Buzz City. Last but not least, we need a stat to watch. So this one's going to be a little bit off the beaten path, but I'm going to take a look at free throws tonight. Chicago is one of the better free throw shooting teams in the association. They're top five, hovering around above 80% or so. They did not shoot free throws very well in that game against the Clippers on Tuesday. I already referenced it. Zach Levine missing a couple of big ones down the stretch that could have let the Bulls stay in that one or maybe even take the lead depending on what would have happened. But again, they go 15 to 21 from the charity stripe in that game on Tuesday. And Charlotte didn't do a whole lot better at the free throw line. They did a little bit better. They were 20 to 26. It's about 77% from the free throw line in that game in Milwaukee. But going back to that game last week against Chicago, the Hornets went to the free throw line 31 times. That is tied for the third highest this season so far for Charlotte. So they got to the free throw line. They did a good job there as well. They shot 84%. They were 26 of 31. So for me, the free throw shooting is going to be probably a pretty decent factor in this one tonight. If you're able to get to the free throw line, you got to be able to convert because again, if the Bulls do, it's almost automatic. They shoot at about an 81.5% clip from the charity stripe as a team this season. That again is fifth in the association. The Hornets are at 24th at about just 75%. So pretty big spread there. I think that the free throw shooting could have the potential to impact this game tonight, depending on what happens. If the Hornets are able to draw contact in a lane like they were last week, they got a really good chance tonight against Chicago. If it's the Bulls turn to kind of outweigh that one when it comes to free throw attempts, then maybe we're looking at a loss. But at the end of the day, I think the free throw shooting is going to play an important factor in tonight's game. Yeah, I I like that. When I noticed last game against Milwaukee, Hornets really changed the way they did their closeouts. They stopped jumping basically out at three-point shooters, staying grounded and you know trying to get a hand up but not risking fouling someone by crashing through or into them. I don't know if that's a philosophical change. I'll ask Coach about it tonight pregame on the Hornets radio network, but that's one way to take away some of the free throw opportunities for Chicago, and I think it's a good thing to circle. I'm going to look at second chance points uh, over the course of the entire season. Chicago has been at the bottom of the NBA in second chance points. They're not a particularly good offensive rebounding team, uh, but they're a very good defensive rebounding team. So that could negate a Hornets strength on the glass. Uh, Either way, I think this is an area that Charlotte needs to find some success in. In both of the first two matchups head-to-head, I believe they out-rebounded in terms of offensive boards the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Hornets in the first one definitely did a game they took the loss, and it was essentially a tie in game two that they won by 15. So I think taking advantage of your second-chance points opportunities is going to be big. You certainly can't allow Chicago to take advantage of them because it's not something they excel in. It's not an area they expect to derive a whole lot of offense from. So that's going to be my statistic to watch. Second chance points tonight here for the Charlotte Hornets. With a win, uh, the Hornets will have made it five wins in their last eight games. Continue this nice winning run into night two of back-to-back tomorrow against Detroit. And either way it goes tonight, Rob Longo and Sam Purley of Hornets.com will be back on tomorrow's HHC to give you a breakdown of tonight's game against the Bulls 
and a preview of tomorrow's against the Pistons. Sound like a plan, Rob? Works for me. We'll chat later on in the broadcast tonight. Looking forward to it. Thanks, as always, to Rob Longo. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.